Nothing guessing. like running over an old lady on a mobility scooter. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? Oh my God, this old guy is getting dirty on us. I said, no, it's not me. This old foolish eggplant in me. Leave behind all the old ways of thinking that divide us. Sexism, racial prejudice, status, greed. I'm older than you, I know. Thank you for listening to Hog Story, where I'm thinking old-fashioned may be the new fashion. I'm Fletcher. Tonight, I learned that an old-fashioned is more than just a drink. I'm Carolyn Blaney. Face is yours for only ten dollars. For only ten dollars. Only ten dollars? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, in the smoker. Well, in the smoker. It's Monday. Yeah, January the 9th. That's right. And this is episode 334 of Hog Story. You know it's yeah. true. Ooh, we it, have it got something true. good going today. It is a beautiful day. A great day for what? For what? For what? For Hog Story. That's what. Uh-oh. This is where we came in. <laughs> yeah, a smoker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You're here in the smoker with us. Right now. Right now. Yeah. You know? Mondays. Am I right, Joe? You said it, guy. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. yeah. Hi and Just happy like Monday. It is. Exactly. And and it's a Monday. Oh, that's true, you know. And I happy use this Monday just because to you, too. you know, I can't say Monday. So, this one I call Hot Fudge Monday. <laughs> yeah. And we have a we have a question uh for today tonight's show, uh tonight's podcast. We we want to know what is the most old-fashioned thing about you. Yeah, you can uh, let us know by uh, calling our voicemail number, which would be this. That's right. Just give us a call. Let us know. Yeah. Now I was I was thinking about this question and I I thought about um an author Emily Post. Oh. And yeah. she wrote a lot of etiquette books. She she came from an era of finishing schools that that was her her how where she learned all this. Um she's she was from Baltimore, Maryland as well. Okay. And uh, I found this. Uh, there's a book she she wrote. Um, it's etiquette. It's a. It, she's got so many etiquette books, and this one was was uh, originally written in uh, 1922. Uh, so I thought it would be it would be fun to uh, go through some of these old fashioned um, uh, etiquettes that uh, p- that people uh, would do uh, back then. Hmm. Maybe maybe we still do these things. 
Okay, okay. Can uh, we just pick any at random? Yeah, let's do that. I think that would be fun, actually. Um, and you have the uh, you have the yeah, link I've got that one. I sent you. Um, okay, okay. Entertaining at a restaurant. Oh, it's, okay. Um, page 10. Page yes. 10? Okay. Yes, of course. Okay. How to enter a restaurant. Okay. Restaurant with built-in seats along the wall. In a restaurant with alcoves. A girl and a man dining alone giving dinner. This doesn't tell me how. It just... Oh, because I, of course, I'm looking at the contents, you see. Oh, I, I see the contents. I need to go to contents. page 58. Yes. 58. Yes. Okay. All the yes. way. All the There's way to 734 50. pages. Now, when you say 58, is this... Um, that the, is what the, the contents told me. Oh, uh, that's what the contents told you. As okay. They said let's, 58, let's and we... I therefore... It's probably uh, not exactly 58. <laughs> not exactly. Well, why would it be? This lady is a liar. Okay, at the bottom, it would be 80. Looks like it's 89. Oh, yes. Uh, keep, keep on scrolling and yeah, scrolling, scrolling and scrolling. 89, yeah. Okay, all right. This is exciting. Okay, entertaining at a restaurant. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, see, a, uh, uh, no, see, I, I was going to read it. You can't, uh, okay. you can't just take, <laughs> just take from me. <laughs> I think it's 90. Okay, so it's that 90 would, uh, at the bottom. Improper etiquette, you see, Carolyn. You're, <laughs> you're taking from me that I'm which I had laid before you. So, uh, <laughs> in a restaurant of the first class, a gentleman leaves his hat and his coat in the coat room or checks them. At the entrance of the restaurant, a lady may leave her wrap in the dressing room or wear it into the dining room as she chooses. In this case, after being seated, she merely throws her shoulder, throws the shoulders of her wrap back of her over her chair. Yes, of course. In the daytime, when lunching at the restaurant, she wears a hat and keeps it on. Despite today's trend toward hatlessness, <laughs> a hat <laughs> is always correct with a street dress. At night, she wears a hat if in daytime clothes, an evening hat if she chooses with semi-evening or dinner dress, and no hat ever if in formal evening dress. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Yes. And hats hats were uh, very um, fashionable and useful. A lot of people would wear hats. But now that, there's it, a trend of hatlessness. There's a trend of hatlessness. Have we gone down this this trend of hatlessness? Hatlessness? Do you think? Are we in a world of living in a world of hatlessness? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there. I I would say that the that hats right now. There, there's, there's not a diverse, very varieties of hats. Mm. Often it's a, it's a, ba it's a baseball cap. Would a baseball cap be a hat or a baseball hat? As people call Do them, they hats have baseball or caps? Hats. Yeah, I, I think, mm. I think, uh, that's probably the most popular. Uh, next to that is um, the Pharrell hat. That's pretty popular. Oh, I was thinking I tell the you, Gary Clark Jr. hat. The yeah. <laughs> Gary Clark Jr. hat. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. 
when you have checked your things and joined your husband or wife or friend, you wait just inside the door of the entrance until the head waiter or hostess comes toward you and shows you to your table. The waiter pulls out the choice seat first, meaning the seat that he considers choice because it faces into the room or the lake view or whatever is supposed to be of interest. Now, let me ask you something. When was the last time somebody pulled up, in a, pulled up a chair for you? As Does a that practical joke on? to make me fall with my ass on the floor. <laughs> no, as a as a uh, a polite gesture, like you're going to a restaurant. Never, and they... because I am a man. <laughs> they don't do that for men. Of course not. The men should do it for the lady. Oh, mm, okay. Yes, indeed. Well, when's the last time you've done that for a lady? Um, not that long ago. Last time I ate at a restaurant. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I'm I'm old-fashioned in the sense that I open doors for people and such. And uh, last time I was in California, that gay, that people gave me really weird looks because of it. I'm like, what? Uh, Some lady, for- like, refused to go in the door that I had held open for her. She was uh-huh. like, I don't know what you're selling. I'm like, nothing. I was trying to give away kindness for free, but never mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess there's a lot of people that sell stuff in California. I know. Yeah, let me that. open that door for you. How would how would you be interested <laughs> in a cordless vacuum cleaner? <laughs> I'll open this door for you, and you hey, can enjoy yeah, this cordless As long as you listen to my uh, pitch here about this cordless vacuum cleaner, it really sucks, <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> if you are a lady with a gentleman, you naturally take it, unless for some reason you prefer another. In this case. You stand, but why, why am I doing that in that voice? Oh, yes. Uh, in that case, you stand beside the other chair saying, I'd rather sit here. A lady who has another lady as her guest offers the choice seat to her. When there's no waiter at hand to seat them, the gentleman helps his guest. If he is with two ladies, he helps first one and then at least makes the gesture of helping the second one. I'm not going to help you, but here, may I offer you that chair? He should so, help the guest before his wife, of course. Who, okay. by that time, so, has probably seated herself. Oh, I see. Okay. So he's going to help the guest. a guest before his wife. Naturally. Naturally. Okay, that makes sense because the, there's a guest. Yes. His wife would understand that... You have a guest. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's All the right. polite thing. It's to the do. polite way. See, I'm see, I'm learning so much. That I'm so glad I brought this. I brought this to the show because there's um and I and I get to and I get to ask what is is this old fashioned? Are we still doing these these te- sorts of things? What's the uh the, oh the publication 1922? Oh, okay. 1922. I so see. this is yes, yeah, so this is a hundred years ago. Wow. Yeah. The ladies always follow the head waiter, and the gentlemen follow them. If a gentleman is giving a dinner for six or more, the ladies stand at the table until told by the host where to sit. Therefore, it causes less confusion if he goes in ahead of his guests. Therefore, it causes less confusion if he goes ahead of his guests, yes. When a husband and wife are hosts, the wife seats the guest, usually going ahead with the most important lady. 
Okay. So, all right. So, I'm a wife, mm-hmm. right? Now, how do I know who is going ahead with who? Who would be the most important lady? Like, how? How do you the one think with I'm, the most money? Most money. Okay. Let's see. Yes. The, pa- the next page. Oh, it doesn't even tell you. Oh, wait. No. If they're if they are um, if there are only four. Oh no. I don't know if that's the yeah. Next. That's the next page. That's the next page? Okay. So, if there are only four and none is married, the ladies seat themselves facing each other. I see. But that still doesn't answer the question, who's the most important lady? But I think you're right. I think it has to do with, with uh, uh, status and, and money. It's like a caste system, I would think. Why you keep trying to read that word? You a fag? <laughs> Was well, that a boostergram sound? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why he asked that. <laughs> no, no, you are. Uh, possibly a fag. <laughs> possibly. Okay, the host and his wife sit opposite each other exactly as they do at a table for six or ten. At a table of eight or other multiples of four, a gentleman sits opposite the host with the hostess on his right or left. Mm. Do people think about this when they're when they are hosting a party? Uh, they should, yes. They should. Yes. That's um critical. Obviously they should. I <laughs> I uh, I found a couple of other um uh, other things that I thought were were of interest. Um and I'm going by uh, the page numbers at the bottom. So uh, it would be 50. Let me see. If, ooh, I wrote it down. It was 50, page 52. Okay. And this goes into t- discussing um, t- uh, a gentleman in his hat. And, and uh-huh. so it all goes, it goes and lifting his hat, a gentleman lifting his hat. All right. Which is, which is interesting. I don't know if that's. I I do people still do that? Mm. I haven't seen it, but I mean the world's a big place, so perhaps wow. that does happen. Ah yes. Oh, I'm going back a little bit further. The answer to how are you? <laughs> okay. Okay. The trait of character which more than any other produces good manners is tact. To one who is a chronic chronic invalid. Or is in great sorrow or anxiety, a Ah. gay-toned greeting. Hello, Mrs. Jones. How are you? You look fine. Like that. While kindly meant is really tactless, since to answer truthfully would make the situation emotional. In such a case, she can only reply, all right, thank you. She may be feeling that everything is all wrong, but to... Let go and tell the truth would open the floodgates disastrously. All right, thank you. Is an See, impersonal and therefore strong bulwark. What a word, bulwark. bulwark. Against further comment or explanation. Excuse me. As a matter of fact, all right, thank you is always the correct and conventional answer to how are you, unless there is a reason to believe that the person asking really wants to know the state of one's health. I still, I think that reigns true in in yes. today's uh, 
today's uh, etiquette. Um, I, I think that's, uh, I don't know if that's necessarily old fashioned, but. Um, it is, but it's still in fashion. But it's still in fashion. It has not gone out of fashion. No. No, it's still uh, still in it. I'm trying to find the definition of bulwark. Oh. Uh, a defensive wall. An extension of a ship's sides above the level of the deck. Oh, okay. A defensive wall. Oh. Nice. A solid structure like a wall built for defense. Okay. Okay. Well, now we know that. Yes, uh, back to the hat. Back to the hat. Okay. Just going back to the hat here. Okay. So there is a whole section here. A gentleman and his hat in an elevator. Mm. Yes. I think I've got it. We got to talk about this. Yeah, do it. A gentleman takes off his hat and holds it in his hand when a lady enters the elevator in an apartment, house, or hotel. Any building which can be classified as a dwelling. He puts it on again in the corridor. A public corridor is like the street, but an elevator in a hotel or apartment house has the character of a room in a house, and th- and there is a there a gentleman does not keep his hat on in the presence of ladies, but in public buildings such as offices or stores or buildings which contain neither apartments nor assembly rooms, the elevator is considered as public a place as a bus or a trolley car. What is more, the elevators in such business structures are usually so crowded that the only room for a man's hat is on his head. Oh, okay. So it gets kind of complicated. It does. So the the whole hat business is requires so much etiquette. I wonder we've gone to such a hatless society. Hatlessness. Hatlessness. We've gone down the path of hatlessness. There's a whole section about what to do out of doors. Out of doors. Wow. Yes, not in of doors, but out of doors. I'm fresh out of doors. <laughs> I guess though I guess being in an elevator that was indoors. Yes. Yes. And then and then gentleman in his hat out of doors. A situation that requires some dexterity is that of a gentleman who stops on a city street to speak to a lady of his acquaintance in taking his hat and gloves off and in getting his walking stick and cigarette should he be encumbered with either out of the way. This constitutes a maneuver that needs considerable practice to be done without effort, though the process is easy enough to describe. First, he transfers cigarette and stick if necessary, to his left hand. Then he removes his hat and transfers it to his left hand, at the same time gripping the fingers of his right glove and pulling it off. He then offers his gloves, his gloveless right hand to the lady. This explains why men who use walking sticks prefer those with handles that can be crooked over their left arms. If the gentleman and lady walk ahead together, He puts his hat on, but while he is standing in the street talking to her, he must remain hatless, no matter how cold the wind nor how torrid the sun. 
for so long as she may be pleased to stand and talk to him. Nor may he smoke. In the country, he may be very well. He may very well be bareheaded and also be smoking a pipe. But in a city street, there is no rudeness greater than for a man to stand talking to a lady with his hat on, cigar, pipe, or cigarette in his mouth. It should not be necessary to add that out of doors. Every American citizen stands with his hat off at the passing of the flag and when the national anthem is being played. If he didn't, some other more loyal citizen might take it off for him. Wow. Also, every man should stand with his hat off in the presence of a funeral. Okay. Well, I do those things. The uh, national mm -hmm. anthem. Uh, yes. Uh, when a funeral procession passes by, I take my hat off too. Uh, mm hmm And when I'm eating. Yeah. Other than that, I don't take it off for a lady. So taking your hat off for a lady and then not smoking in front of a lady, that's... What if the lady's smoking? You know, Emily Post was not thinking that a lady could use a cigarette. Maybe two. I have two hands. Why can't I have two cigarettes? Yeah. Uh -huh. You know? Hey, Emily Post. I know you're somewhere out there. I got two fing two hands. Why can't I have two cigarettes? You know? You know? Just saying. But... That's all. That's all you're saying. That's all I'm saying. And so it's so it's interesting. And then the hat thing. Again, yeah. you can't take off. You can't put on your hat, even if you're speaking with a lady and it's cold outside. Mm -hmm. So etiquette trumps uh, possibly catching a cold. Yes. Politeness and hatlessness. Politeness. Oh, I was polite to that lady yesterday, and that's why I have a cold. Oh, here's one that is, uh, <laughs> I just went to a random page, 494. Oh, 494, okay. And it's, uh, it's appropriate. Courtesy on the telephone. Oh, I, oh, I was going to do, okay, all right. Oh, did I beat you to it? Oh, you beat me to it, I love Dang, it, okay. okay. Uh, let me just, uh, look around here and see, um, giving one's name. Two important oh. don'ts. Two important don'ts. When the number you get is evidently wrong, don't ask, what number is this? Ask instead, is this main two, three, four, five, six? Don't answer and then say, wait a minute and keep whoever you are, keep whoever <laughs> called you waiting Crypto. while you vanish on an errand of your own. Ah, yes. If the doorbell is ringing, and you can't listen at that moment, say, I'll call you back in a few minutes and do so. Mm. Mm. Don't ask, what are you doing Saturday? <laughs> a bad habit, which should be avoided in the preface, is the prefacing of an invitation with, hello, John, what are you doing Saturday night? Or, are you going to be busy Monday afternoon? <laughs> This maneuver puts John in the position of finding it embarrassing to refuse after having answered nothing, and then being told that he is expected to dine with the Borings or to play bridge with the Revox. On the other hand, if he answers, I have an engagement, and is then told that he would have been invited to something he likes very much, it is disappointing not to be able to go without 
seeming rude to the person whose invitation he has first refused. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. This is still over the telephone, by the way. Yes. Yes. There, there are so many over the phone, over the telephone things here. Rules Let's of courtesy see. on a party line. Oh, oh, party line. That's page 498. Okay, I'm on that page. All right. I do see that. Yeah, do it. Read it. When it is realized that the usual number of families sharing a party line is four, the maximum ten, and that for so long as one person is talking, no outside call can reach any other on the, on the line. The consideration required of each sharer is obvious. For this reason, the telephone company has taken pains to make and expects the subscribers to keep the following rules. Mm. Ordinarily, when you find the line in use, you hang up for three minutes before signaling again. In an emergency, it is permissible to break in on a, on a conversation and call out clearly, emergency! 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 And then, our barn is on fire! Our barn's on fire! <laughs> or, Johnny had an accident, or whatever. <laughs> whatever it is. But unless all of the line, the line hangs up, your tr- telephone c- is cut off. A personal memory... During the last war, a soldier tried to say a few last words to his wife before sailing. For 50 minutes, the long-distance operator repeatedly received a busy, busy wire signal. He had to go without a word to her. What he could have done and we can all do is to remember that while the operator is not permitted to cut in on a busy wire, her supervisor can. In this case, the husband could have asked for the supervisor of the station, called and briefly explained. At her discretion, she could then have cut in and announced a long-distance call for Mrs. Soldier. And would those talking kindly hang up and permit her to take it? Mm. So, you know, you got to call in and, you know, hey, hey, Mr. Manager. Can you, oh, Mr., wait, no, Mr. Supervisor, this specifically. Yeah, and this is for a party line, which would be, um, you know, kind of houses all on the same street sharing a, a phone line. Yeah. The good old days. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's quite Let's a bit see. in here. This is a interesting, interesting find here. Oh, yeah. Don't let your small children answer the telephone. Oh, oh yeah. A custom that is satisfactory to few of us is the, is that of letting a too young child answer the telephone. A lot of time it a lot of time is wasted trying to make the child understand a message and bring an answer that leaves you in doubt as to its mother's meaning. If there is a long silence, there is no way of knowing whether the child is hunting for mother or playing with a friend or his dog, quite forgetful of the telephone, which, being off the hook, can no longer ring. Ah, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was a little girl, I answered the phone, and then I, I didn't, it was for my, 
I don't know if it's for my parents and my probably my dad. And then um, and I've just never answered the phone before, and it freaked me out. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like talking to the person. It kind of, um, I've yeah, it made me feel weird. To talk to somebody when on the I phone. was uh, when I was like really it's for young. adults only. I'm not for kids, <laughs> right? But yeah, <laughs> when I was really young, uh, I want to say younger than five, uh, we had this old touch tone telephone. That yeah, it had an unmarked button on it. Oh, and um, oh. one day I I don't know why I just picked up the phone and hit this button, and it mm-hmm. called a nine one one dispatch. Oh no! Oh, that's scary. And I proceeded to talk to the nine one dispatch lady. Oh no! And then she was like, "Have to go, bye," and hung up. <gasps> so I hung oh. up, and then immediately oh. called her back. Oh, you did! <laughs> I did this like five or six times until uh-huh. a police officer came into my room and told me <gasps> to hang up the phone. And then no, he and my parents had a long talk about how nine one nine one one dispatch was uh, not for entertainment purposes. Oh no! Oh yeah, <gasps> but <That's>... <laughs> uh, that was it. Like it's not like my parents got fined or anything. Thankfully, that would cause me to cry. They can <laughs> like be... write you citations for that kind of stuff, but they I would be crying and saying, "I've never done anything wrong ever." <laughs> I was like, "Sorry, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so I didn't sorry. mean to. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I'm sorry." <laughs> So he sounded like when you were little? Yeah, probably. <laughs> you, said you had this low voice. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez, Rick. I'm so sorry, Rick. <laughs> oh, jeez. Maybe it was like that. Maybe it was like that. I, I found um, more telephone stuff uh, under 60. Scroll, scroll way back to 60. Oh, okay. Oh, and page 60, huh? Page 60, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. way back there. I know, it's way back there. Okay. And this, is, this talks about um, uh, on the telephone um, and how, how greetings work. You know? uh, and so I find that this, this, is, uh, this is still used. You can tell me if this is still used where you are. Uh, on the telephone, a lady says to another whom she knows socially but who is not on a first-name calling basis. Hello, Mrs. Knox. This is Mary Bailey. Mrs. Knox answers, Good morning, Mrs. Bailey. A gentleman calling a lady of his acquaintance never under any circumstances announces himself as Mr. S- uh, Smartling. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> that's Mr. Love Smartling. Smartling. <laughs> Why do the men get like... Sat- <laughs> they get such cool names. <laughs> I don't know. Is Mr. And, Smartling a cool name? I, it sounds awesome. I don't know why. It's it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's funny that they did that. Instead did you use of, the word smart? <laughs> don't ever use the word smart with me. <laughs> He's President Smartling. <laughs> President Smartling. <laughs> Instead, if the call is social, he says, this is George Smartling, but... If he were calling on business, he would say, this is Mr. Smartling of Dash and Sons. If he were calling a businessman at his 
office, he would be likely to say, this is Smartling of Dash and Sons. For further details about telephone etiquette, and then we went into chapter 37. Mm, But I think that's that's pretty... um, I, I mean, I don't think I've been, uh, I've been uh, referred to as, you know, Mrs. Blaney, and then I would have to tell them, Mrs. Blaney is my grandmother. Um, you know, you can call me Carolyn and say that, but, um, uh, but that's, that's, I don't find that that's what, um, that's, that's often used, uh, but, um, but I would say this is uh, Carolyn Blaney of Hog Story, and um, is uh, so and so there. And um, this call is being recorded for quality and control purposes. Uh, do you consent to this? That's also what I'd say. But the, at that time, they didn't record telephone calls a hundred years ago. Not that I know of. Hmm. What do you? What do you, do you find? That these greetings, like, have are they still in fashion or out of fashion? What the uh, the Mister So and So of such and such? Yeah. Um, when when it's uh people at, at a business, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, so you would call it. So you'd be like, ring, 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 and then this is John Fletcher of Hawk Story. Yeah, pretty How much. Can I direct your call. Yeah. 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 Yeah, or cool. if I'm calling someone, I'm like, you know, hi, this is this is John Fletcher of Hog Story. Uh, I'm calling about, you know, things. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Cool stuff. Neat Slick stuff. stuff. Neat Slick stuff. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Use of title of doctor. Oh, okay. No okay. matter what doctorate of learning a man or woman holds, if his professional service is to the public at large and not limited to the knowledge of a select group. Then, according to best present-day usage, he may and even should use the title. When the title of doctor is required in order that a person be permitted to follow a profession, profession such as the practice of medicine, surgery, or dentistry, it is used instead of Mr., at all times. But when the title is an earned or honorary one, indicating that a man or woman has received a diploma of the highest degree in such faculties as those of divinity, law, philosophy, or literature, it is used only in professional work. In private life, he continues to call himself Mr. This means having his name on visiting cards and listed in club or social directories as Mr. or by none at all. His friends and acquaintances will, however, almost certainly call him doctor in courtesy. Oh, okay. So in personal life, I don't know how many, I, I yeah, don't know how, um, he'll I just know doctor. to himself as like hmm. Mr. Roch. I see. Mr. Roch rather than Dr. Sir. Yes, but Raj. but his friends would almost certainly still refer to him as doctor. Yes, yes. I think that's polite it because is polite. I I don't think they that they would go to med- seven years of medical school just to be called Mister. True. I mean, 
I mean, Dr. Pepper didn't go to, I mean, we call him Dr. Pepper all the time, right? All the time. It's on the can. It's on the can. It's a great doctor. Wonderful doctor. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. You don't need your cock in your hand right now. You're going to blow your load anyway. <laughs> yeah. You could also uh, blow it in our voicemail um, by answering oh, our we... question. What's the most old fashioned thing about you? Yeah. Here, yeah. I have a jingle for that. I do. I do. I do. I do. It's like magic. It's like magic. Well, hit me with the voicemail. Oh, maybe I will. If uh, I could find my fucking voicemail buttons, you know. You know. Oh, there they are. Yeah. Yeah. Wham. Hit that side. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I had another voicemail clip. Hold on. Let me find it. Oh. It was, um, yeah. All you have to do is call me on the phone and tell me I'm not that lonely and that you'll be there for me when I need you. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Um, what is this? This is, uh, this is from yesterday. Oh, yeah. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. Oh, dear. Our voicemail is safe and effective. It is safe and effective, this voicemail. I mean, it's, it's on. We have a phone number. And uh, you can leave us a voicemail. Well, thank you, caller. Hey, wait. I think that was a clown. It could have been. Wow. It could have been a hatless clown. A Practicing hatless clown. hatlessness. Do you think this is the winter of the clown? Isn't it always? Well, it might be. I mean, there was clown summer. Well, Maybe you know, we're getting clown winter. Maybe. It's possible. It's possible. As you know, we had Adam on last week. Yes! Yes, we did! We had Adam Curry on joining us. And we had uh, some voicemails that we were unable to get to. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so... Oh, I want to thank Adam for, for joining us. We had, I, I had such a wonderful time. He's so great. did I. And so did he. He sent me a, uh, an email saying so. Oh, wonderful. I'm so pleased. He's a really cool guy, you know? Yeah. Check out episode th- uh, 333. It was a great... We had a great time. Lovely time. Heartwarming. I had a lot of great feedback. Neat time. Slick time. Yes. <laughs> Hello, what up? This is Booberry. I had to Booberry. for a break. been prepping all day like a maniac, maniac. for this state of the city verse uh, address <laughs> type panel thing we had planned for tonight. We got a couple of denizens, some real life boots in the ground citizens of the city verse uh, joining us and one thing that I've definitely been enjoying coverage on No Agenda for is the Journo.host guys. Those dudes are crazy. Um, it's <laughs> we've uh, we've did a pretty in-depth dive when they first got onto the Fediverse, and it's pretty spooky. Not gonna lie. Uh, I did have one specific question for Adam, um, based off of. A conversation that you and Dave were having on podcast in two for now. I think it was week before last, but the Substack thing. Um, we've been using Substack for like a newsletter show note combo for a while now. Actually, it's probably close to a hundred weeks. Um, 
But even before y'all started talking about it, they were getting pretty pushy about use Substack to grow your brand, see what you can do to get more um, monetary donations, subscriptions, stuff like that. Are you aware or have you come across any sort of self-hosted alternatives um, that would be comparable to Substack? Uh, the one thing I'm kind of kicking myself on right now is the way that we got our chapters listed out. You can actually link directly to headers inside of Substack articles. So, like, if there's a chapter on journo.host, you, you can link directly to that section in the show notes about journo.host. It's got all of the links and videos and whatnot. So, um, I'm basically, I'm just uh, I'm curious if you know of any viable alternatives. And, um, yeah, appreciate everybody here. Uh, thank you for your courage, and talk to you later. Uh, Booberry also had a follow-up, so let me play that uh, also. Okay. I forgot that I had a PS. I seriously sat and watched uh, Twit for the first time getting ready for tonight and oh my goodness <laughs> what I will do is I will uh, forward those voicemails to Adam oh that's so kind excellent I am um, um, yeah I, I discover well I've not discovered but um I I've unearthed uh, our hard drive um it was buried was buried in the yard. So along with uh, from from last week, we, uh, I was talking to Adam about uh, the uh, downloaded episodes of Daily Source Code that I have. But I also have a bunch of Twit episodes, oh. including an episode with John C. Dvorak. Oh. And I guess that would have been two thousands. Wow. Uh, so probably like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, or something. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I haven't gone back and listened to them, but <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, it's, it just made me, it just reminded me that uh, I had those. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe you should send them. <laughs> uh, here's yeah. another one uh, from the previous week. I'll play it, too, and I'll be sure okay. and forward this to Adam as well. Hey. Hey. Uh, hey. This, this is uh, Dr. Sarah Mycroft. Uh, Hello. I wanted to, again, Doctor. speak out to Adam. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, Hogs, by hi. the way. Oh, hi. But, oh, hey. uh, Adam, yeah, do you think there's a future for MTV? I don't know. Streaming, maybe? I mean, really, there's nothing like uh, capitalizing on us millennial, uh, the millennials, that, uh, you know, they got the money now, and they're not really afraid to spend it, you know, the freaking uh, digital... Nintendo, whatever, bullcrap, and buying all those old games. So why not make MTV a streaming service with a nominal fee and or uh, having a VJ or two? But, um, yeah, because they're getting to relive the nostalgia. And I don't know. It's just a thought. If they had the right guidance, maybe it's an exit strategy. <laughs> of course, don't exit. Whatsoever at all. Adios, mofos. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Like having a, you know, uh, retro MTV channel or something. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. I will forward that to Adam. Uh, and maybe he'll let us know what he thinks. Yeah. I, I, I'd love to hear it. 
Uh, thank you, Dr. Sarah Mycroch. Uh, yes. As I said, that was thank from you. last week, along with the two from Booberry. Um, let's do one from from this week. How about okay. that? Okay. Yes, hit me with a voicemail. All right. Fuck, I'll throw in free shipping if you'll just call me and talk to me on the phone. Joe Biden said come, and most of them come with a phone number. Wham! The smoker? Yeah. Like yes. Hawk story smoker? Yeah. You, oh, you got it. A privilege and an honor. Oh, oh very well. No, the ah, honors anyway, are all old ours. Fashion. Uh, I noodled this and kind of talked it out of my head a little bit just to formulate some sort of answer, figure out what to be. And first thing kind of came to mind was kind of like EDC everyday carry stuff. And, you know, like old fashioned, like, oh, he's got a knife on me. You know, like, my uncle always had a little knife on him. And for Christmas time, he'd, you know, deal with like, break open the little ties or whatever on our toys. And then to not like every time we do Christmas, I make sure that he opens up something with his knife. Um, yeah. But, uh, that was kind of like the first thing that came to mind, but it's not really old fashioned. It's just kind of practical. And you're like, Hey, I want to be the person who has that stuff. And it's a whole nother thing. But, uh, I started just thinking like attributes and, um, and whatnot. And then, uh, got me to thinking like, not necessarily wanting to be old fashioned in like, Oh, don't mind them. They just got that old way of thinking, you know, kind of thing, but being able to, uh, have a firm, firm foundation or firm belief or whatever you want to say, but not necessarily just having it because that's what you have, you know, making sure that it, uh, carries on, you know, you're not a political party member just because of that, you know, you are actually looking at individuals or you have a belief because of, where the roots are and the actual foundation of it. Um, so that makes sense. So it's not necessarily like, Hey, we want to like maybe people in the no agenda community, for example, they might agree. There might be a common belief on X, Y, Z amongst everybody here, but I don't want to necessarily have it just cause like group think or whatever. Like I want to make sure that like I have that belief, and it carries through, but it's also reaching maybe other people. Like I can still understand and and whatnot with uh, um, with others, sort of thing. That makes sense. I'm trying to kind of like stay away from any particular topic, um, but yeah, I guess so. It's kind of like old fashioned ish in a way. Just being able to like sit down and not just vocalize a belief. Um, even if it like comes up or there's a area to interject it in. So anyway, kind of, kind of vague, but whatever it's time. So love you guys. That Andrew. And whether you're not, you're just came back for a runner. You're going to go for a runner. You're just going to laugh at people running. Stay, stay dangerous. <laughs> yes. Stay dangerous. Christopher battles. Thank you. I, 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 I think that's uh, I think that's right on on uh, just, even if you believe in something and you, you just don't always need to voice it, I guess. Yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, his voicemail transcription did yield some some funny inconsistencies like Hawksbury instead of Hog Story. Oh, nice. I like that. I don't think we've seen that before. Uh-huh. Uh, as well as Noodle This. <laughs> noodle This. Um, well, what was the other one? Uh... Oh, there was another one. Um, uh, uh, what not? No. Uh, uh, Mind Man. Mind Man. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Farmer Foundation. F- 
Farmer Foundation. <laughs> I like that one too. Uh, middle agenda. Yeah, the for once the Google transcription uh, was incorrect. Vocalize the police. That's another one. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you, uh, thank Christopher you. Battles. They rang bells. <laughs> While running, they rang bells. Yeah, rang bells. Screwed into the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To boldly go where no pig has gone before. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And we're also, uh... What can this even fuck? It's dirty, moldy, and fuck. Oh. <laughs> That's not what I thought it was, but yes. Yes. Looky there, it's like magic. Yeah, it is. The smoker is like magic. It is. It, it is ain't like gonna magic. go bubble, bubble, park, park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so those clips, um... Uh, was from this guy... Kent Rawlings. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. he is uh, an old-fashioned cowboy of sorts. Yes. And so, uh, you want to listen to him talk about uh, cowboy coffee? Yes, let, let's hear it. Making coffee the old-fashioned way. You know. Uh, you gotta get you a coffee pot. Yeah, so heads up, <laughs> you gotta get yourself a coffee Coffee pot. pot. Okay. Yeah. You gotta get you a coffee pot. Yeah. So just so you know. Okay. Coffee's now I'm been in the know. Forever. Coffee's been around forever. Oh, it has? Yes. Yeah. I don't like my eggs in my coffee. <laughs> Me either. Honestly. No. Um, no. But yeah, let's uh, roll out with the first one. Hey, you looking for that perfect cup of coffee? Don't want to stand in line to get it nor pay $20 a cup? $20. I don't blame you. Folks, Whoa, we are going to show you the tips and the tricks. Go in depth, answer your questions about cowboy coffee, the smoothest cup around. The smoothest cup around. People was making coffee about any way they could. Boiling it in a tin can down there by the creek. Boiling it in an old coffee can at a branding pen. Yeah, did you know that? No, and where are they getting these coffee cans from? Oh, well, he, uh, maybe he'll tell us. Um... Why, coffee's been around forever, and there's coffee shops all over the world. I'm talking about them old-timey ones, where you could go in there and sit down, and for 25 cents, you could get a cup of coffee and talk and visit with your neighbors. Best way to start the day. You ever done that? Sit, no, just go to a diner and get a cup of coffee and just chit-chat? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but not not usually like some with, places. It, usually, it's with people that I've I've brought with me or that I've that I already know. Yeah. Um, he he seems to be describing a situation where it's it's a, a collective of of people, your neighbors that yeah um that you that you know because it's a small town because it's a small town and you know your you do know your neighbors most of the time. Yeah. 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 Um. But as time went on, things have changed. Yes, they have. There is stuff like ventes, grandes, lattes. I don't know what kind of coffee that stuff is. I ain't even got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> he don't know. He ain't got a clue. Um, let me. Hey, you looking you like for that perfect oh, cup? Of sorry, that was. Do you like fancy coffees? What's your What's your jam? What, do you like black. lattes? I like black, like black coffee. Yeah, Bla black. Call me old-fashioned. I like just plain old black coffee. <laughs> 
Drinking I, this gumboy like coffee, coffee has health benefits. I'm telling you, it does. Because I've had people come to me and say, oh, Ken, I really would like to drink your coffee, but I have acid reflux. Gives me heartburn, indigestion. This won't. If you cook it the right way, when you take the bitterness out of it, that coffee is smooth. I mean, you can drink it. You won't have no problems with your stomach. You won't have no heartburn, no indigestion. You won't even belch out loud at church no more because you have drank the right kind of coffee. Oh, unfortunately, um, he's got links on his uh, his YouTube page here for for some of these big old fashioned coffee cans, coffee mm -hmm. pots. Yeah. Uh, of course, unavailable. Lame. Since since we I I have I have a new way of preparing coffee. So normally I I would use a drip uh, coffee machine and. I have used less coffee, but more water. And I'm really, I am enjoying this new system. So I'm conserving the coffee that I have. And it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's dilute. I guess you say it's diluted. There's more water to it. Um, but I'm still, I'm still enjoying it. I can sip on it. And it's very nice. Oh. Yeah, well, it ain't, uh... It ain't gonna go bubble, bubble, perk, perk. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it ain't. <laughs> um, mm, no, those coffee cans are unavailable. I'll share his links, uh, anyway. Okay. They'll be in the show notes, um, so no worries there. That's uh, oh, that's a long ass link. Oh, all right, long ass. Oh wait, link. that was uh, his YouTube page. My bad. Uh, you YouTube page. Okay. That's not the one I wanted. Oh. I'm sorry. That's okay. Let's try the other one. Oh, it still it wants to give me a redirect. That's dumb. Uh, click on it. No, it's uh. Oh no, it, it does. It redirects. But the items are unavailable. Oh, I see. Are you sure you want to leave YouTube? Okay. Yeah. Go to site. Okay. Ah, I see it. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's that's fancy. So, GSI Outdoors 20 Cup Coffee Boiler. Yeah, but it's unavailable, I think. Oh, it looks very popular. I could see why. Yeah, there's one. Um <clears throat> That one's available for 25 bucks. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Make sure that that coffee pot that you get gets well seasoned to get the best flavor out of it because it's just like cast iron. You got to take care of the inside of that pot. And let me tell you something. You ain't never going to wash it with soap and water. Yep, you heard me right. It's just like cast iron. Yeah. I have made a lot of coffee, at times coffee for maybe 3,000 people. I'd have every bean pot in the world going, making coffee, boiling it in there, straining it out of there, running it back and forth. So don't be afraid of making it anything. Because like I say, them old timers and them branding pens, back when they used to make coffee in a metal can, that's what we used to make coffee. Hey, it's good as gold. Hey, it's good as gold. <laughs> All right, so here's, here's one of his tips. We have got water to the bottom of the spout right here. And it is 
warm because you want to let the water warm before you do anything else. You can see we got the eye out of old Bertha and she is generating just the right amount of heat, which is 697,000 degrees. That's hot. Yeah, that's that's pretty hot. Hot coffee. Hey, as good as gold. Uh, yeah, and uh, you might want to consider different ways of grinding your coffee. Let's talk about the different grinds of coffee. Now, sure, I got a coffee grinder that I used to have on the wagon, and I'd grind them beans in the morning and make coffee. It's a coarse ground. Now, to me, that coffee needs to boil longer than a fine ground coffee. So remember that when you're going back and forth as to what coffee you like to this use. This is a medium roast here, so that's what we're going to use. But you can use anything you want. Use anything you want. Just keep in mind, coarser grounds means uh, you gotta boil it longer. Oh. Now this one, this next one is a little long, so if you uh, want me to pause it, go okay. ahead and tell me. Okay. The water was warm, we put it in there, now we gotta just sit and wait patiently for it to boil. And I'm talking, it ain't gonna go bubble, bubble, perk, perk, it's gonna boil. Because when you let Bull. that coffee boil, like Bull. I said, you're taking away that bitterness, that acid, and everything's going to be good in the world. I'm just to tell you right now, watch pot never boils. Remember that saying? No. But I guarantee okay. you can walk off. Okay. Um, I have a question. Mm -hmm. So he puts a lot of emphasis on the fact that you're not going to get acid indigestion. And the coffee when, isn't going to taste acidic. You're and it's not going to taste acid. acidic. Yeah. yeah. And this has to do with... And it's not the, um, the, like, it's not like he's putting a lot more water in. He's using probably the same amount of water. Well, for that big pot, like the one uh, I showed you. Yeah. Um, I think he was using uh, just under two cups of coffee grounds. Okay. And then the rest have filled up to the bottom of the spout with water. I see. Um, he'll probably tell us in, in this clip. I'm just to tell you right now, watch pot never boils. Remember that saying? But I guarantee you can walk off and get busy. Bertha will boil it over if she gets a chance. So I'm uh, Bertha is what he named his stove, by the way. Ah, oh, okay. Like a That's pointer, a nice bird dog, old Frank. I'm going to keep an eye on it. There's a lot of things going on in here, and it ain't going to be long, folks, till things is going to really come up here to the top. Now, that's when you got to be careful, especially if you're in the house, especially. because that may want to boil <laughs> over. So when you get to that point to where you can see it just fixing to boil, turn that fire down a little bit in the house so it don't boil over, because you done re re reduce that water level a little in that pot. So we're going to let it keep on continuing here till it will sneak up there and really roll. I'm talking churning. That's what makes good coffee. It is what we call rolling over, rolling over. Now we're going to let it sit there and roll over as long as it ain't up here trying to boil over. We can leave it right there. If it was trying to boil over a little, I'd scoot it off that hot spot right there and just let it slow down a little. Now, we ain't going to burn this coffee. We ain't going to scorch it, but I like to let her go about four minutes just to roll and boil right there, get everything broke down good to where the, everything is smooth as silk. Yeah, hmm. that's what uh, he was saying is uh, boiling helps break things down. Okay, so the hotter the coffee is, or the boiling... The, a rolling boil. A, a rolling boil. Rolling ball. Rolling ball. Ball. Rolling ball. That's yeah. that's the way to, to get rid of the acidity. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and he was full of these funny little uh, 
off tangent things uh, like and this. And of course, like my my drip coffee machine wouldn't be to be able to do this no. this rolling boil thing. No, because it's it'll only become as hot as the temperature on yeah. that machine. I didn't is. clip it, but he did say that those things don't get hot enough to bathe in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they're hot enough, but it, he's right. And though I find the coffee that you do make and then you pour it into a cup, um, they cool, they they get cold a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. unless you got like styrofoam cups at home. <laughs> hey, like I was saying, he had these uh, off-subject little tangents he'd go on like this. What is smoother than a Safeway chicken? Well, Safeway was a grocery store down there in some parts of the country, and I had never seen a chicken be plucked so smooth and shiny. I think they waxed them every day because <laughs> them chickens shine like a silver dollar in a goat's butt. That is smoother what? than a Safeway chicken. <laughs> Shinier than a, a silver what? dollar in a goat's butt. Oh, a goat's butt. Yep. Oh, I'm not, I'm not terribly familiar with what a goat's butt looks like. Well, I think it's the act of putting a silver dollar in a goat's butt makes it shiny. Oh. Because it's I so I didn't know uh, that's what tight. people do. They don't. Oh. Best Does he way do to start that? The night. Is that how he starts his day? He might. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I mean, maybe. Cowboy hmm. coffee. Yep, you heard me right. Hmm. Um... One last, here we go. Uh, this is the final thing he does. Okay. Well, it is set about two minutes, it has, and we're going to take about a cup full of cold water. Uh, set like he took it off the boil after it had been boiling for four minutes. He took mm -hmm. it off, put it on the warm side of the stove, and then this. Set about two minutes, it has, and we're going to take about a cup full of cold water. I'm going to pour some down the spout a little around the edges here, so bear with me. Now, why is he doing this? So he's so he's pouring See them little cold tiny water. holes right there where them comes to that spout. Now, any of them grounds that get caught up in there, that's why you pour that back down through the spout. So you want to make sure you pour a little down the spout and then a little around the edges. Now, the little smaller coffee pots, a lot of times them grounds will get caught up on the sides and hung up in here. So I just can take me one of these little what you call paper towels, wet it in a little water, you and you can just make a little circle around there, and a lot of times them grounds will stick right to it, and you're a done deal. Looky there, it's like magic. You might be saying, well, how come did you weaken your coffee? Well, we didn't weaken it, folks. We have to put the cold water in there to settle the grounds. The cold forces oh. into the bottom. That's when them people used okay. to say, you just crack an egg and put it in there, all the grounds will go to the bottom. Because not all of I the grounds like my can eggs get... in my coffee. People say, well, you used to just put a horseshoe in there and make it go. No, no. Traditional cowboy coffee has always just been put a little cold water in the spout, all the grounds settle to the bottom, smoothest coffee in the world, I guarantee you. Okay. So they don't end up... So when you pour a coffee, it's not going to end up in the bottom of your cup, or does it still go through? Well, because the way he makes it, there's no, there's no basket with a filter with the coffee grounds in it. He puts the coffee grounds in the water, in the pot. Yeah, yeah. Like he warms up the water, puts the coffee yeah. in, then brings it to yeah. a boil. So uh -huh. the coffee and the water are all together. Yeah. And then in order to make the coffee grounds sink to the bottom, he puts cold water in because cold sinks and hot air, hot water in this case rises. Oh. So the act of putting in cold water will make it sink. 
That's why he was saying like some people want to crack an egg in there because generally speaking, the egg's going to be a colder temperature than the water, the boiling water. Oh, yeah. Or a cold horseshoe. And he's like, no, don't do any of that. Just put cold water in. Like he said, pour it down the spout. It'll knock off the coffee grounds that have stuck to the little holes to let the water into the spout. So it'll knock it off there. Then when you pour it around the edges, it'll get it off the edges and it all sinks to the bottom. And of so course, I, you could cool, use what they call a the, paper the towel. Opening. Do what? No, it's holes. There's just holes like in the um, yes in the spout. Yeah, to let the water in. That's why you gotta oh, okay. use cold water to make the coffee ground sink. Ah, uh, okay. Because there is no catch or filter or anything. It's I see old fashioned. I guess because I can't see past the spout. I need to have like an X-ray of this of the hole coffee pot it doesn't have multiple views of this uh no 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 No, it's it's just just it's just holes in the the walls of the container oh okay i see yep just uh just a few holes there (laughs) oh yeah no none of the other ones show uh show it either but that's all it is just holes in the walls of the container but you use the cold water you use the cold water yeah, you don't want to uh, crack an egg into it. <laughs> Who the fuck no. came up with that? Yeah, I don't why like would my you want eggs in my coffee? So, yeah, who came up with that? That doesn't, you know, that first of all, that sounds like you're gonna get sick. Yeah, doing that. But maybe there's bodybuilder because bodybuilders would crack open an egg and then drink the whole egg. I don't with understand. Orange juice. That. I've seen that in Rocky. Yeah, with orange juice, but it's not raw. It's just not a raw egg, and on its own, it has to be with orange juice. That's what I saw on Rocky. Oh, but how do you drink an egg and then not get sick, though? Like get um stomach of steel or something. Stomach of steel. Well, how do you get a stomach of steel in the first place? Drinking raw eggs. So, what is it the? Strong stomach or the egg? <laughs> Which came first? I said reflux. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, that does sound like a straight way to get uh, salmonella poisoning. It does. I'm just curious how, how you avoid that. It seems uh, to me that hey, not, good as gold. not drinking um, raw eggs is a surefire way to not get, mm. um, mm-hmm. you know, Salmonella poisoning. I don't know. I'll eat raw cookie dough any day of the week, though. <laughs> did you? Okay, so when my uh, when we did that as kids, uh, my mom would always say, "You're gonna get worms." Yeah, and in that case, you call, you say, worms. Uh, "Call a psychiatrist because you're a fucking lunatic." Did you ever get worms? No. Did your parents ever say that to you? No, they. No. Did my mom just make this up? Did my parents worms? Make this up? Yes, salmonella like is that is a possibility because they're raw eggs and yeah, that bacteria hangs out there. Yeah. But I never got it, and I've eaten so much raw cookie dough <laughs> and just raw dough like biscuit. Yeah. Dough. <laughs> raw cake batter, raw brownie mix, like. All the raw things, I've eaten them with raw eggs in them, and oh, yeah. no problemo. <laughs> so. Well, 
Are you good. moist yet? You should be. I'm Anthony Sully Sullivan. I'm holding the face of a swine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. You gotta get you a coffee pot. This yeah. You gotta do. You gotta get yourself yeah. a coffee pot. This thing reminds me of like an espresso maker, like a stovetop espresso maker. Oh. And um, never seen those. Yeah. That's, that sounds yeah. too fancy. <laughs> it's very simple. <laughs> no, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a pretty much the same principle of so you put it on a a stovetop and uh, put espresso with a boil and then let the water boil. I think, mm. um, yeah. I'm gonna keep an eye on it. And I'll just drop that in the chat room. It's just a metal. Um, oh. Well, thanks, uh, whatever, I think it was, I think it was Walmart. Walmart needs to have a better, um, uh, what, about, what about a friendly link, Walmart? Yeah, no, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that? Oh, jeez. Mm -mm. Oh, jeez. Oh, what's this? Clean link. Copy clean link. Oh, yeah, do that. Okay, was, uh, I wonder what that does. Okay, clean link. Oh, dear. It's, it's the not same clean. thing. Yeah. Okay. It's not clean. It's it's uh it's dirty. Pa Gross. Paste paint. You know, force paste. Oh dear. Anyway, it's a it's an espresso pot pot, and then you put it in. You put it on your stovetop. You put water in it and espresso beans, and and then it and all the espresso sinks to the bottom. The grounded espresso, and then it's like a hockey puck of of um. Caffeine go goodness. You won't even belch out loud at church no more. <laughs> no, you won't. That's right. No, no. Do we? Uh, do we get any more voicemails? Do, uh, people yeah. telling us about. Hey, uh, you looking for that perfect cup of coffee? Their their most old fashioned thing. So I I want to I want to hear about their most old fashioned thing. I might even I might even want a coffee. Oh. To enjoy it with. Maybe so. Yes. Yeah. Hit me with Joe a voicemail. Biden said come, and most of them come with a phone number. Most of them do. question today is what's the most old-fashioned thing about you and i i don't know i've got a couple of guesses uh driving a stick shift i uh, got a clue owning a revolver and driving my car and not having a cell phone with i think that's about it hmm. in the smoker in the smoker do you believe that was a uh, Baron Sir Sp or Baron Spud the Mighty? Thank you so much. Yes, yes. What was the second thing that he said? I missed what he said. Owning a revolver. Ah, yes, yes. That is a. Uh, I think that is a uh, an old fashioned thing. You got a fan? I like that. You got a fan that came on or something? No. Oh, I don't think it so. just suddenly got kind of noisy on your end. Yeah, it did. I don't know why. Huh? Strange. That's boink, weird. boink, you son of a bitch. I don't think I did anything. You did something. Something happened. It definitely didn't do anything. 
But you did, but you did, but you did. I turned down something, so maybe it worked. No? Well, I mean, don't turn down your voice. No, I didn't turn down my voice. Did you hit a button? I just muted myself, and then and then now... Um, well, what did you use to mute yourself? With a mute button. It's a red button, and it's and it had a... Is it next to, like, a noise-suppressing button that you also hit? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just I, noticed I it. Know. It was just sudden sudden uh, noise. Yeah, I, I don't know what I did. But now it's gone. That's good. Hey, it's that's, good as gold. That's good. Um, yes. What about another voicemail? Well, I was going to answer that uh, I do know how to drive a stick shift. I don't that's good. have a car with it on there, but I still know how. I do own a revolver, and, um, well, I usually have my cell phone just in case, but it's not like I'm driving while using my cell phone. But yeah. yes, because what if you need it <laughs> for an emergency? Because, I mean, it sucks to not have it and then try and find a payphone. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Seven forbid <laughs> you get car trouble and you're all, like, shouting at your car and stuff, like, Fuck you, yeah, get fingered. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another voicemail. All right. Yeah. Hit that, son. <gasps> Wham. Um. Yeah. I'd like to start off this phone call by saying that I'm goth. Oh. You're goth. Um, okay. All right. All right. And then uh, <laughs> old fashioned. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm a little bit. Uh. A little buzz going. Goth name. Um, All right. What's what's the most old fashioned thing about me? Um, I drink old fashioned. Mm. Uh, ah, there you go. Yeah. Um, according to Wikipedia, they're a really easy cocktail, or they were based on a real easy cocktail. They're kind of easy to make. Um, I guess compared to some of the elaborate videos that I've seen on YouTube. Uh, but other than that, I, I and then and my fashion is probably old too. I don't, I'm not I'm not hip and cool in the new fashion. Uh, so to speak. Same. To, to a degree. Uh, I find function more over fashion. Same. Uh, other than that, um, I'm old. So I'm old-fashioned. Uh, that's kind of old-fashioned about me. Uh, yeah. In the smoker. In the smoker, goth Ned. Yes, goth Ned. Thank you. I didn't know he was goth. I learned so much in the smoker. He is goth. He's goth. Mm-hmm. You know what I do like? No. Old-fashioned donuts. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I could... I think that's my favorite. So if I'm at Tim Hortons, I'm going to get a old-fashioned donut. If I were so inclined to get myself a donut, that would, that's, my, that's my jam. So it's, so it's old-fashioned donut, um, Boston cream donut... It's uh, it's the frosting. It's like, or, or sorry, the yeah. So it's like a glaze, and it's this flavor as well. Hmm. It's kind of like it's not too sweet either. It's uh, it's it's a nice, it's nice. Okay, probably made with sour cream. A little bit, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I yeah. like those. I like those. Those are nice. Um, he was talking about the old fashioned uh, drink, as in, yeah. As a, a cocktail. Yes. Um, I can't say that I've ever had one of those. Let's look, at, me, look let up. Let me play the this. Okay. 
So we get the old fashioned. The old fashioned, even when it was a new drink, was a bit of a historical anachronism. Because what we're gonna do, even though we're gonna use ice, because they didn't mean a cocktail 1806 style, they meant a cocktail 1880 style. They want it cold, they want it a little wet, but they still want you to use the sugar typically instead of a syrup. And they want that soaked sugar cube with bitters. Okay, so okay, plenty of bitters meticulously in putting bitters on a sugar cube. Typically rye, typically. again, mm -hmm. a two ounce pour of rye. Ah, two ounces. Mm. They want ice. Okay, he puts in one giant ice cube. Oh, fancy. Now he's got a fancy little stirrer. Of course he does, because mm -hmm. he's on YouTube. Oh, now, yes. You will notice that there's still some sugar not dissolved at the bottom of my glass here. Oh. To an orderer of an old-fashioned circa 1870, uh, that would have been actually desirable. That would have been a mark of its oldness. And they want a twist mm. of lemon, I think. Oh. And now we have the 1870s old-fashioned, not the 1870s whiskey cocktail. Ah, there's a difference. A lot less sweet. because Yes. Cocktail. I'm not entirely 100% sure. Mm. But I think that term comes from when people uh, were selling horses, they would take a um, <clears throat> a bit of ginger root, uh, you know, like peeled or whatever, and uh, insert it into the horse's anus to make his oh. tail stand up as if he were a healthy horse. Oh. Have his tail cocked up. I see. It's the term cocktail. And so you'd have a cocktail to like wake your ass up, you know. Oh. Get your tail all perked up. Huh. That's uh that's very Looky there, it's like magic. There's there's all kinds of different cocktails. You can get a fruit cocktail, shrimp cocktail. Oh, and cocktail dresses. Mm-hmm. That's a shorter length ladies gown. Ah yes, you have to specify a ladies gown. Ladies gown. It's a semi-formal gown. Oh. I think I, I think I have I have worn a cocktail dress. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ooh, we have got something good going today. Yep. Yep, yeah. you heard me right. And cocktail it's I guess dress, it has huh? yeah, cocktail dress. More Makes the, people's tails perk up. That's uh I, I think it does. Or maybe it's to to perk up the lady's tail. Oh. You don't need um, your cock in your hand right now. You're going to blow your load anyway. And maybe that's a, uh, it, it seems like it's, it's a, maybe it is an old fashioned thing. Um, because there's no uh, present um, discussion here on Wikipedia. I mean, there could be other venues of places I could, I could look this up, but cocktail dresses and the history of it. Mm. I mean, we, we could, I don't want to, go into all of that. Everything you need to know will be right down there below. But I do know they still exist in present day. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> I don't like my eggs in my coffee. No. Who does? I like them in my ovaries. <laughs> Look at this flimsy fuck right here. Do, do we have any more voicemails? Well, I, I want to hear you could say, people's... um... Oink, oink, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Because we do. 
Oh, hit me with a voicemail. Uh, this Hitting all the points, man. Nailing it. Oh, thanks. Jazz hands. Oh, thank you. A long and very emotional voicemail. It was very awkward. So awkward. That is not actually the worst question you've ever asked. Uh, okay. But there is a toss-up here. So I'm an herbalist, a big-time herbalist. I like old-school medicine. The really, yes. really old-school stuff. Plants old that I harvest stuff. myself Leeches. or possibly even grow myself. Cool. So that's pretty old-fashioned about me. And uh, that that same part of me that's an herbalist is also kind of like an anti-pharmaceuticalist, if you ah. catch my drift, like yes. pharmaceuticals. I'm but, catching um, your drift. The other thing, and this is a big toss-up, because I am what might be called a trad wife. Um, what? And I like it. My trad husband life. makes the most money. I mean, I make some money here and there, but who cares? Because he makes a great living, and I like it. And um, I I do, like, you know, housekeeping and, and uh, make beautiful meals and do other wifely things things and i enjoy it and it's um you know it works well for me i i tried the other kind you know i tried to be all modern and shit and um you know it just don't do it meh. it's a trap don't care for it vox is a trad wife so those <laughs> are the most old-fashioned things about me y'all have a great night in the smoker <laughs> <laughs> I have always believed in the power of plants. Ah, oh, it's short form for traditional wife. Oh, oh okay. Oh, because Google transcription said uh, tread life. Tread life. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, living that tread life. That tread life. You know, Google. That's a good daily habit. Yeah. I have to agree with Vox. Yeah. I, I agree with her. I I think that's that I'm down with that. I'm down with that life. That's that's awesome. This is the future we've earned. Yeah. I think that's cool. She also has a follow-up. Oh, follow-up. Box again. Got a little tail end for you. I do okay. use my sirs and my ma'am. So thank you, ma'am, yeah. and thank you, sir, for this lovely podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I tip my hat to you. I tip my hat to you, ma'am. Thank you. Love it. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, I, trad I should, wife. I, I like that. Trad wife. I, I, I'm down with that. I, I totally agree with this. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. To boldly go where no pig has gone before. <laughs> um... What is I? I wonder, so I'm the, so that trad wife, yes. And then um, I don't have any tattoos or piercings. Oh. That's that is. Uh, I I guess um, that wouldn't would that be considered old fashioned? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's something I I do. Um, this beautiful pig face is yours for only ten dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. That's right, you hog enthusiasts. You can damn near own your own pig pen for only $10. Oh, dear. <laughs> only $10. Only $10. What a deal. Um, I'm sure there's other, uh, other old-fashioned things about me that uh, 
Um, I think a lot of like the telephone etiquette that Emily Post was talking about. I I I do that. Mm. I, I would say I do that. Like I'm. This is uh, this is Carolyn Blaney of Hog Story. Can I speak with John Fletcher of Hog Story? You are. I don't. That's, you are right oh, I am. See. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All you have to do is call me on the phone and tell me I'm not that lonely and that you'll be there for me when I need you. And it's free, you fucking tit shitter. <laughs> tit shitter. Tit shitter. That's the wow. first time I've heard that. I did. That is the first time that's. I wonder if it's the first time other people have heard that. Fuck, I'll throw in free shipping if you'll just call me and talk to me on the phone. <laughs> like Vox did. Yeah, that's right. Um, she you called four three zero two zero one four eight four one. That's right. She certainly did. What is the most old-fashioned thing about you? So you have no piercings, no, no tattoos. No piercings, no tattoos. Um, when I, uh, I, don't I don't know have any if piercings. This, I do have tattoos. You do have tattoos. Um, I don't know if this is Three necessarily uh, old-fashioned about me, but um, when I'm wearing high heels. Uh-huh. I don't like to be taller than the man. Does that make oh, sense? Yes, it does. I don't like that. It feels weird. It, I it's, don't blame uh, you. I, I feels weird. I shouldn't be. Hmm. I'm probably, what am I, 5'5"? Five, 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 oh, yeah. So, I mean, if you are taller than a guy, like, I mean. that It's so weird. Like, in he, like in, specifically in heels. I, I think yeah. that's, I, I don't think that's right. So a lot of the time I've uh, I've just not worn heels because I just don't I'm so uncomfortable with the idea of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Uh, uh, you know I had yeah. that I had a clip, but now I can't. Oh, there it is. And um, I'm not in my hey, ears aren't even sorry. pierced. You look smooth. Sorry, that was. And my ears aren't even pierced, so I don't know if that's even pierced. No, no, I don't know if that's um, is that old fashioned or is that like, yeah, yeah, because my mom told me when when she was born or like when that you were gonna get worms. She always told me that. No, she she said that uh, when the girl when girls were born, they would just they would pierce their ears. Like, oh yeah, uh-huh. like really, right, basically right out of the right out of the gate, yeah. right out of the womb. They circumcise the boys, the pierce the ears of the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I mean, a lot of you know punching holes and taking taking skin off. You too know the value of a good appearance. <laughs> yeah. And um, this is especially true among women. <laughs> you don't need scientific proof of it. You can feel it. You can feel it. I feel it. <laughs> you look mighty elegant yourself, if I may say so. <laughs> well, I mean, the the circumcision, it's uh, just one of those things, you know. Because, well, um, you know. Nothing can take the place of your daily bath or shower. Maybe that's why. Or. You can imagine how dirt hangs on to anything like this. <laughs> he says yeah. as he removes the foreskin. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's... Look at this flimsy fuck right here. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, jeez, Rick. <laughs> I didn't want you to become a moil, Rick. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, 
I wonder. I also, um, I mean, I, I drive. I have a driver's license, but oh, no way. Yeah, I do. I know, right? Wow. <laughs> I can't drive stick. Well, I can't. Well, I've learned. I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay. Learning drive okay. stick. I shouldn't say I can't. I'm. I'm learning. Okay. And um, prefer a man driving me. Oh, is really? that old fashioned? Fuck I you. Don't yeah, know. get fingered. Is that? Is that? <laughs> I prefer that. Um, I, no, I don't like fine. voting. Oh, like, there you yeah, go. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Is that that's old fashioned, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pre twenties. <laughs> it's pre twenties. It's old fashioned. Yeah. No, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I Vote early. Vote <laughs> whatever way is the best way for you. <laughs> it's it's not. <laughs> oh. Oh. I prefer not. I just prefer prefer not. Okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Um You do you, you know? <laughs> AOC, I have to vote for AOC. <laughs> it won't happen. It won't happen. So vote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you said, should go out and vote. That's what Biden yeah. says. That's what, he, that's what he says. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Show up and vote. <laughs> Decide how they're going to vote, when they're going to vote, and what means by which they're going to vote. Yeah, yeah. I think you had um, a cold read that you wanted to oh, read. Oh, I, uh, I, I do. I do. Okay. okay. I do. No matches for cold read. What? I know what? there's a cold read jingle in there. What are you, what are you talking about, thing? What is it even talking about? Hmm. And do Strange. I have the right link? Of, like, I thought so. Me? Yeah. Okay. What was it oh, going no. to? That's uh, forty old-fashioned home items. Oh yeah, that's what have. it is. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I thought I had cold read jingles. I know I do, but where, where ah. Time now for a hog story cold read. Make it fast and sexy. Yeah, item number one a ceiling medallion. Want to make your ceiling look higher and add some vintage appeal to your home? A simple ceiling medallion like this one. It's only $13 at Home Depot. Draws the eye upward and can instantly make your otherwise uninspiring drywall ceiling look like it belongs in a stately country manor. <laughs> Ooh, patchwork quilt Ew. is number two. Oh, cool. Oh, and they, and, and it's only $95 at Wayfair. Whoa. Wow. wow. Quilts have been an integral part of the American folk art landscape for centuries. Oh, so you could like use this as a blanket or a um, tapestry, an antique. Um, you don't need to spend thousands on an antique quilt to add some charm to your space. Today, machine-made patchwork quilts like this one from Wayfair are available at a wide variety of price points. Make it easier and cheaper than ever to add old-fashioned aesthetic to your appeal to your bedroom. Now. There are quilting circles 
um, and quilting clubs. A lot of lot of ladies getting together and quilting. Um, you don't have to go to Wayfair. Just go out and go find these quilting circles and get yourself a, a handmade quilt. That's that's a that's my that's my suggestion. Yeah, and I don't know I'm, what they're I'm, talking about. These people that make quilts aren't charging thousands of dollars for them. <laughs> I know. Ooh, a vase lamp. Vase lamp. Vase lamp. Don't be surprised if people routinely mistaken this blue and white porcelain lamp for an expensive antique piece. <laughs> In the history of design, blue has never gone out of style, which is why chinelsery vase will always be a staple. Mm. Okay. Oh, chin chinwasserie. Chinwasserie. I don't know how to say it. Chinwasserie. These are words, mm. and uh, they're hard to read. Why you keep trying to read that word? You a fag? Maybe. <laughs> a lace dolly. Get yourself some <laughs> lace dollies. A set of jadeite salt and pepper shakers. Wait, um... Why or doily? It's yeah. a lace doily. Yeah. I see. I said dolly. It's doily. I can't it's read. It's doily. <laughs> that I eye looked sure. suspiciously like an L. It did. It did. I I had to re. I had to look at it. I'm like maybe I've been pronouncing it incorrectly this whole time. Nope. Why is it called a lace? Nope. A lace uh, dolly. Oh dear. <laughs> nope. Just uh, just me. You know. It's just you. <laughs> No, I'm asking uh, the age-old question. Am I retarded? Question. I did it. And yes, I answered my own question. Oh, a set of jadeite. I know you're half retarded. Salt and pepper shakers. I've seen these as like a sugar shaker. Mm. I've seen it for sugar. Not salt and pepper. That's interesting. So it's just a jade colored. Jadeite. Jadeite colored um, shakers. They're probably Bakelite. It's probably Bakelite. Yeah. But the people but, but are retarded. But it's in the color of uh, jade. Yes. So, uh, it's it's nice. I like that. Ooh, she, a sheep skin, skin throw rug. Just throw but it you anywhere. Can, you can throw it on your couch. You can throw it on a chair. You can throw it up in the air. Throw it throw on it a child. On... <laughs> throw it on a sheep. <laughs> Oh, a starburst mirror. Oh. Oh, Art Deco. Uh, Art Deco stuff. That's like from the 20s. Oh, get a record player. Oh, and they're showing one from Crosley, which are pieces of crap. Oh, Don't okay. get those. So this is, I love the Instagram picture that they, they decided to use. Oh, from Urban Outfitters, yes. Yeah. Oh, it's Urban Outfitters. Yeah, the tone arm of that uh, record player there has no counterbalance. So it's mm-hmm. just digging into the grooves of your record. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so that's yeah. great. Uh, that's great. A tiered plant stand. Oh, plant stand. Plant stand. Uh, it, also, a blue and white porcelain vase that's not a lamp. Oh. A gooseneck brass desk lamp. Well, that's not old-fashioned, whatever. A tuft ottoman. Oh, uh, yes, yes, a tuft yes. ottoman. Uh, that does look quite old-fashioned. A killim rug. For centuries, killims, flat, woven rugs, traditionally produced throughout Central Asia, have been a staple in homes, both as prayer rugs and floor mm. coverings. <clears throat> ah. 
You too can infuse your home with some vintage style courtesy of one of these gorgeous rugs. Like this handmade cotton one from India. Ah. A silhouette portrait. Meh. (laughs) You make your own silhouette portraits. Shit. You know? A drop leaf coffee table. Yeah, you need more people at your... Uh, that's your you coffee need table? to fit on your coffee table right there. Drop drop leaf. What about a table. needlepoint pillow? People still do oh, that. I've, yeah, people do still do that. I don't know if there's ne- I think there's needlepoint circles too. Yeah. I, I mean, think so. Yeah. Oh, get yourself a scalloped cake stand. Oh, yeah. Got to do that. A hope chest. Oh, hope chest. Yeah, you put They should put really all your be made out of cedar also. Why do they call it them hope chests? I don't know. You you're hoping for a box of money. You're hoping for that box. I of money. hope so. That's that's why they call it that chest a hope chest. You because you hope for cash in that chest. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, maybe so. Mm-hmm. And treasure. Oh, obviously. yeah. Obviously. Obviously tra- treasure, you know. What is a hope chest and what does it represent? Uh, a hope chest is traditionally gifted to the oldest daughter in a family as way as a way to collect special items to store until she's married. The hope chest oh. has also been called a glory box. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're so- referring to different things as glory boxes nowadays. So I sh- I could have had a glory box. Glory box this whole time. <laughs> this whole time. This whole time. This whole time. Maybe maybe my maybe my parents do have a, gl- a glory box. I don't know why I have this weird box thing going on. <laughs> uh, they just <laughs> yes. haven't unloaded it. <laughs> <laughs> no, their glory box is still loaded. <laughs> oh, okay. And now and then there's a steamer trunk. Oh. Um, yeah. So what? Okay. So what's a steamer trunk then? A trunk for steaming. A hope chest was referred to as a trousseau until it started being known as a hope chest in the mid 20th century. Oh. Mm hmm. <laughs> or glory box. <laughs> or glory box. Steamer trunks, which are sometimes referred to as flat tops, first appear- appeared in 1870s, although. The greater bulk of them uh, date from 1880 to 1920 uh, period. Uh, they are distinguished by either their flat or slightly curved tops and were usually covered in canvas, leather, or patterned paper and about 14 inches uh, tall to accommodate steamship luggage regulations. There, uh, there has been more debate and discourse on what types of trunks are actually called. In some catalogs, these trunks were called packers and the, uh, and the steamer trunk actually referred to a trunk that is often called a cabin trunk. An orthodox name for this type of trunk would be a packer trunk. But since it has been widely called a steamer for so long, that's the hallmark of the, of the style. That's interesting. How do I fix the weird box situation? There's so many different boxes. That's neat. What's in the fucking box? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's in your glory box? 
<laughs> oh, yeah. You may have heard, um, of course you did, all the uh, the raunchier kind of clips, uh, like... I just can't stop pointing at this naughty douchebag pig sponge. Yeah, yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, yeah, get fingered. Oh my, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. sure, yeah, uh-huh. Really, the possibilities are endless with the hogwash. Jesus. The, the hogwash. The hogwash. This uh, guy doing a, a parody of a infomercial for a sponge yeah. called the hogwash. Oh, okay. I don't know if you saw that however many years ago. I did. Ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so... Uh, oink, oink, you son of a bitch. I clipped the guy doing the, the parody of it. Because they were just funny, you know? Really, yeah. the possibilities are endless with the hogwash. <laughs> They're endless. And it said great things like this. To boldly go where no pig has gone before. <laughs> you know. You don't need your cock in your hand right now. You're going to blow your load anyway. <laughs> uh, maybe you are. Maybe you're not. Maybe. Uh, maybe. And it's free, you fucking tit shitter. <laughs> tit shitter uh so you know hogwash is kind of an old-fashioned term it is yeah yeah look at this flimsy fuck right here yeah so sleep easy knowing nothing ever goes to waste at hogwash headquarters <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i wanted to know uh you know the the source of that term yeah and i found a guy talking about it uh he calls himself Ted Wells Inspires. Cool. Let's hear him. Oh, yeah. Cool. I love it. You know, let you know right off the bat with the, the word inspires. I know. Um, yeah. I know. That's why I said cool. Oh, right. Cool. <laughs> Neat. Slick. <laughs> Neat. Slick. Yeah. Okay. You're watching the premier word origins and derivations channel. It isn't words you don't know or haven't used, but it's where does the word come from? Well, this yeah. week's word is hogwash. And in looking it up, I found that Sorry there was a the hogwash music. shampoo, hogwash drink for kids. There's uh, the hogwash car wash. And then, of course, the Harley Davidson is called a hog. So if you washed the hog, it would be a hogwash. And you know how the phrase is used now. It's hogwash, meaning nonsense, malarkey, bull. But where does the word come from? Now, some people say it's derived from pig swill, which is the partly liquid food that is fed to pigs. But it actually comes from the 1800s in the steamboats. As you may know, hogs stink. In the United States, 1800 steamboats carried passengers along the inland waterways of the United States. The wealthy travelers stayed in their staterooms and ate in the upper deck dining room. Since they didn't have refrigeration, they kept live animals on the lower deck in pens. One of these animals were hogs. The aroma of the hogs was offensive to the passengers. So the deckhands would wash the hogs. And that is where the term began. Also, when a passenger ate a hog in the upper deck dining room, it was called eating high on the hog. And that's where that comes from. Well, there you go. That's oh. the word for this week. And just remember, guys, it's never too late to redo, rebuild, reboot, restart, rekindle, rebirth your life. You can always turn it around and go in any direction you like. Let's create a renaissance on Earth. Thanks, guy. Thanks. Yeah. The music, I don't, like, he just randomly added that music in places. Oh, I see. Okay. Which was annoying. Apart from the annoying thing of, you know, being halfway across the room from his laptop mic. Yeah, it did sound like he was. He totally was. And the whole time I was just like, you know, thinking, look at this flimsy fuck right here. <laughs> but, you know, are you in, were you inspired? I was inspired. By the end of um, it? The ending of the yeah, video? Yeah, by the end of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll play it again just to re-inspire. 
Okay. And just remember, guys, it's never too late to redo, rebuild, reboot, restart, rekindle, rebirth your life. You can always turn it around and go in any direction you like. Let's create a renaissance on Earth. Let's create a renaissance on, on Earth. Earth. Not in space, not on oh. the moon, but on Earth. Amazing. <laughs> this is the future we've earned. Yes. Really, the yes, possibilities was... are endless with the hogwash. <laughs> That guy also. Yes. To boldly go where no pig has gone before. <laughs> He's more inspiring than the other guy. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. He is. Uh, so, you know, it's... Uh... And it's free, you fucking tit shitter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> throws in tit shitter. Tit shitter. That's a good word. That's a good word. I like it. Mm -hmm. I might start using it myself. <laughs> I want to hear about these reactions that you're inevitably going to get. What reactions? Oh, to the term tit shitter? Yes, yes. Oh, well, I'll if tell any. you. Yeah, I'll have to tell you. Because there's, there's bound to be somebody who's, who's just going to say, tit shitter. Uh, uh, what? That's a new yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, and I'll just... Because that was exactly my reaction. What made it. you use that word? And I'll just be like... <laughs> It stimulates the skin and wakes it up all over. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. That's why. But we got a, a couple more voicemails, so. Well, let's let's hear some voicemails. Uh, yeah, we will, because uh, people are nice enough to call us, and uh, you know. Um, all you have to do is call me on the phone and tell me I'm not that lonely, and that you'll be there for me when I need you. <laughs> That's all. That's all you got to do. Joe Biden said, come, and most of them come with a phone number. Hey, Hogs. Uh, look, hey. I really appreciate the the etiquette section you, you gave there. Uh, I've read um, multiples of, of her books, and, uh, well, goddamn, the name escapes me now because we're, em we're Emily Post. alive. Yes, Emily Post. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the most old fashioned thing about me probably would be the uh, the fact that I love going with a trust fund uh, buddy of mine to antique shows. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, we, we attend uh, several, I guess, here and there, maybe several a month. Anyway, yeah, and all the talk about coffee and the good old cowboy coffee actually it can be achieved by anyone with just a good percolator i sent you a link maybe hopefully it'll get in a uh, text message oh. hopefully it'll get in the uh, show notes just i mean you don't have to buy that one obviously but you get the idea and uh, a good old percolator uh, and the the way uh, Cowboy Kent was talking about getting the heat up there just right, because it's kind of like espresso. Um, you got to get it go really hot. Espresso is made basically uh, via steam, so you're getting a nice distilled in a steam trunk, almost uh, coffee. Anyway, but yeah, but it's a much finer grind. The more coarse ground uh, cowboy coffee that he speaks of, that's why it takes uh, several minutes 
versus espresso, which basically the steam condensates and pours you out a quick shot of, uh, yeah, uh, coffee, whatever. Oh, and if you're in a pinch or if you're ever at one of those highfalutin expensive cups of coffee places, get you a, um, Americano. Oh, yes, Americano. Coffee. I mean, not, not coffee. God damn it. It's espresso and they add uh, basically a shot of espresso or double, however you like it. And then they add hot ass water to it. Ass water. So, so you're getting an espresso that's made a lot Crypto. more mellow because it's getting the hot water added. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite the, uh, coffee aficionado. Ooh. Not one of those barista bitches, but no. anyway, mm-hmm. um, coffee, coffee, antiques. Uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, adios, mofos. Oh, look at, man, he, uh, <laughs> right at three minutes. Oh, well, thank you, Dr. Sir Mike Roch. Doctor, thank you so much. Very, very, very cool. Very cool. Very legal. And you said we have one more voicemail? We do. Let's, uh, all right. Let's uh, sign off the No Agenda stream. That way, behind the schemes can get in there. And, uh, you know, Lavish and Booberry, stand-up guys, doing that wonderful show. And uh, It's quite lavish. It does. It is. Sounds fucked up to me. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, yes. And, uh, yeah, uh, we hope they have a good show. Yeah, break a leg. Don't. Don't. Don't do that. It's a show business thing, though. Oh. Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, I was wanting to play a clip for Booberry there. Um, but of course, this new thing. Ah, oh, there we are. Wow, hello, Pizzaboo, how you doing? Yeah, wow, yeah. how you doing? Have a good show <laughs> and uh, take over the stream right now. Adios. No agenda stream. Catch us on the Hog Story stream. There we go. We're clear. All right. What's new, Pussycat? Well, it's uh, voicemail time. That's what it is. Yep, yeah. you heard me right. Thanks to the screen, Hog. Hey. Oh, man. Hey. I was listening to the recent episode and just uh, just realized what the oldest fashionist thing that I do is, which um, we were already talking in the chat room about cooking on cast iron and stuff. You know, I got a revolver, too, and yeah. got a couple old cars. Man, the most old-fashioned thing that I do, though, is that I don't shower often. Now, some people would say that you should shower Two or three times a day. Like, I've heard that statistically people, the average person takes like 10 showers a week. And I just think that's too many. You're stripping your biome. You're, you're stripping all the natural oils out of your skin. You just, you know, you, you clean up as necessary. Yeah, but you don't need to take a whole fucking shower, even if you don't get dirty. Like some people that work in an office and never even get dirty feel the need to take two showers a day. I don't get it. You're killing yourselves. So, uh, I guess that's kind of old-fashioned of me. So I don't know if it's going to get played on this show or the next one. But oh, it got played. Anyway, in the smoker, have a good night. Thank you, face well, to the screen. Yeah, thanks, face to the screen. Um, well, uh, office uh, office work. I mean, um, sometimes you get that uh, you get that stress sweat going on, and that's like, and that and then you're like sweating bullets mm. underneath your um, armpits. And that's why you don't want to wear a button-up um, light shirt at the office. And you always want to wear a blazer 
So when you do have the, you know, this mad sweat going on, um, and I'm speaking from experience. So yeah. Um, coats are your friend. Mm, layers. And, uh, layers. And you do want to go um, and have a shower when you get home. Mm. Otherwise, Anyone will make a good appearance if he's neat, no matter what his style of clothing. Clothes are important. Besides fitting well and looking well, the clothes should be appropriate to the occasion. Mm. Wearing inappropriate clothes, like these shoes, is a sure way to make yourself uncomfortable and conspicuous. Ah, you want to avoid being conspicuous. <laughs> yes, avoid being cons- inconspicuous. No, well, conspicuous. We have, um, you want to be inconspicuous? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But also... Um, and just remember, guys, it's never too late to redo, rebuild, reboot, restart, rekindle, rebirth your life. You can always turn it around and go in any direction you like. Let's create a renaissance on Earth. Yes, that's that's right. Um, that's what you wanted to do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we could think of the people that sent us in boostograms. We yeah, I was going in. to say. Oh, good. Yeah. It's... Let's do it. Let's see what we got. We had some that uh, we didn't get to uh, with Adam. Oh, yes. I don't think we talked about any of those. Oh, okay. So let me scroll back up here. Let's scroll back up here. Uh, let's see. Yeah. We got one from Pfeiffer saying, congrats on episode 333, Hog Story Live After No Agenda was my first exposure to what the extended NA community has to offer. And while I value all the great content from the affiliates, finding my tribe is the greatest value I've gotten from my NA experience. Please give my regards to Adam. I will. Oh, and he sent in a big stack of threes. 33,333 sets. Very nice. Uh, um, we, we also got one from uh, Boo Berry. Mm. And uh, he said... Uh, a milked chicken is a happy chicken. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> maybe that milk chicken is as smooth as a Safeway chicken. <laughs> you know. What uh, is smoother than a Safeway chicken? <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. And um, I was just trying to get that. That was 8,888 sats. Excellent. Sir Spencer said, legendary episode 333 live is lit it's lit you hogs keep kicking ass much love to you two and the podfather love hearing adam back on the show another big stack of threes 33,333 sats from sir spencer thank you oh the wolf of kansas city servo came in with uh 3,333 sats and servo says crypto 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 love it thank you servo yes uh Booberry says, if it wasn't for Sir Spencer scissoring me. 33,333 sats from Booberry. Thank you very much, sir. And Bully Steed, she came in with 14,732 sats. Live item tag stream is fun for podcaster and listener. Ted Yekbo Boost? Teddy Boost? Teddy Boost. Teddy K Boost. I think I got that. Okay. Well, thank you, Booley Steed. Very kind. I'm booby. This is lit, 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 lit. I am so oh. sorry about that. That came in loud, 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 loud. <laughs> wow. This is lit, lit, lit. It doesn't even want to let me do uh, the volume control on it. 
Maybe I should have downloaded it first. And uh, uh, Booberry came in with 17,776 sats. Well, thank you, Booberry. Love your outfit. How you doing today? <laughs> and uh, Bully Steed came in again with uh, 14,732 sats. Freedom from censorship and crooks. Pocahontas. That's right. Referencing the uh, Pocahontas, or <laughs> I should say, <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, Warren, Senator Warren's um, ISOs oh, for yes, the yes. Boostagram sound. Uh, and Tom Starkweather comes in with 10,000, is it 10,000? Yes, 10,000 sats. Uh, excellent show, excellent guests. Thank you, Tom Starkweather. And there's uh, Goth Ned with uh, Goth Ned. This, the guest sounds like that guy from MTV back in the day. 15,000 sats. <laughs> Then there were some tests. Oh, and let's see. There's another one from Booberry. I'm gonna uh, download that one. Yeah, you know. Okay, um, I'll I'll uh, mention this one from a person. A person comes in with thir- three thousand three hundred thirty-three sats and says, "Great episode with the Podfather in the smoker." Well, in the smoker, a person. Thank you so much. Indeed. And uh, let me get over here and play this one from from Booberry. All right. We're on a mission from God. Ah, yes. Nice one. Oh, nice. That was 69.69 sets from Booberry, by the way. Oh, thank Which, you, Booberry. You know, we, of course, want to play him this. Uh, All I do is eat ass and 69 Nintendos, bro, every day. <laughs> 69! 69, dudes! That's fitting because we had 69.69 sets coming in with, from Hey Citizen. Boosts in the key of life. Ooh. I love it. Uh, Thank you so you. much, Hayson. And I'm going to give her a warm phone with a possible low of 69. <laughs> it looks like Boo Bear's got another uh, MP, uh, another audio clip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. And I'll uh, I'll get it downloaded here. All right. Yeah, and Goth Ned comes in with 8,888 8, 8, sats. Tit shitter boost. Tit shitter boost. Well, thank you, Goth Ned. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it is free. <laughs> you, you, you tit shitter. Tit shitter. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And it's free, you fucking tit shitter. <laughs> it is. Here's the one from Booberry. I only have two hands, guys. <laughs> yes! <laughs> 8,888 sets from him. And Bully Steed coming in with Cowboy Coffee Boost. 7,654 sets. Why, uh, why thank you, um... That's very kind. Very kind yes. indeed. And very uh, kind. we'll talk about our uh, PayPal donations. Let me get that page up. I should have done it. I should have been prepared. 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 I will say um, that I got uh, some products from uh, Lavender Blossoms. Very nice. Uh, LavenderBlossoms.com or .net .org. Mm-hmm. Uh, lavenderblossoms.com I would, I would say um, I want to let me go there okay that's Ace. not the right one site can't be reached uh, weird okay I'm not sure of the website uh, apparently 
it is lavenderblossoms.org. I was right. Oh, I don't know why I didn't. Anyway. Uh, and um, they threw in a free Rosemary Jane salve with 250 oh. milligrams of CBD in it. And it works great. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I had gotten just Good the normal um, lavender salve. Salve? 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 From them. And, uh, and um, yes. And so... They send in a little freebie, so I want to say thanks for that. And then over here on the PayPal's, which is being slow. Mm-hmm. Good evening. Yes. Okay. I. Yeah. You got it. Accepting your goddamn cookies. Thank you. Um, Alpha Tango came in with a five dollar monthly donation. Well, thank you, Alpha Tango. Yes, and um, none other than the dirty Jersey whore, Daniel White. He uh, came in with 20 hog roots. Oh, thank you, Daniel White. $20. Yes, and um, uh, M. Andrew Jones sent us uh, $33.33. Oh, thank you. M. Andrew Jones, and a nice card. A Christmas card that was wax sealed with his Ooh. No Agenda Night ring. Very cool. Uh, let's see. We got. Uh, oh, I think we may have already said. No, we didn't. Kilo Sierra with their five Hogaru donation. Oh, As, thank you, Kilo Sierra. And um, cold acid, the coldest of acids, with his monthly 10 Hogaru donation. Uh, oh, we appreciate that. Acid. This beautiful pig face is yours for only $10. Cold Acid hosts a, a show called Rare Encounter with Abel Kirby. And it that's, does. And that's uh, every Wednesday at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, rareencounter.net. That's right, you hog enthusiasts. You can damn near own your own pig pen for only $10. Which is another donation we got from uh, Bravo Papa. A ten dollar. Papa, thank you. Donation, a monthly donation at that. And uh, very nice. We appreciate all of it. All of that uh, keeps this show going. Keeps this station on the air. We are a value for value podcast. And so, what's it worth to you? Um, you know, how much value do you get from this show? Uh, we we just ask that you send it back because. Um, you know, it, it helps, like I said, keep the station on the air, pays the uh, clean fee bill, the internet bill, um, and various other uh, expenses that come up, like keeping the domain registered. Uh, just the expenses of, of doing a podcast, even though we, we don't do it for the money. We do it out of love. Like, we, we love doing the show. We do. And um, we're, we're value-enabled, podcasting 2.0 compliance. So go over to nudepodcastapps.com and get one of those new-fashioned apps to, um, to you know, Yeah, none of those dusty old podcast apps. Nah, you don't want those. Those are old none and dusty. those legacy apps. Get a new one. Stream some sats our way. We very much appreciate it. Every bit helps. It really does. And... Um, so thank you for everyone that, that participates by leaving us voicemails, chatting in the chat room, um, sending us links here and there, uh, pictures even, 
um, all of the above. Uh, everything helps and it, it lets us know that you appreciate us and we appreciate you as well. We really do. do. You know? You and know. We have a question uh, next uh, for next week. Um, yes. And I just I had it up here and um, of course now I now that I'm looking for it. Oh. Uh, what is a trend that you started, followed, or continue to follow? Let Good us know. One. What is a trend that you started, followed, or continue to follow? That's right. You can let us know at 430-201-4841. Oink, oink, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you can uh, You can even say that. That's right. You can uh, even call us tit shitters. Oh. <laughs> if you want. Well... Either way, we're going to be back on Monday. Monday. So, episode 335. It's lit. That's right. And, uh, and um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll be talking about trends. Yes. I like that. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. Call a psychiatrist because you're a fucking lunatic. Mm. And I have been Carolyn. Not a lunatic. Uh, <laughs> but... I just found out I am a tit shitter and I'm Fletcher. Adios, mopos. Adios. All you have to do is call me on the phone and tell me I'm not that lonely and that you'll be there for me when I need you. And it's free, you fucking tit shitter. Best way to start the night. We have got something good going today. It is a beautiful day. A great day for what? Really, the possibilities are endless with the hogwash. Oink, oink, you son of a bitch. This is the future we've earned. Fuck you, yeah, get fingered.